How do we forgive those who have betrayed us, those who have hurt us without being a doormat? How do we balance justice and accountability with forgiveness and biblical reconciliation? Author, speaker, founder of Hope for the Heart, a biblical counseling ministry, June Hunt is with us today for part two of this two-part conversation. Go back, listen to yesterday's episode to listen to her amazing testimony if you haven't done that already. Also, at the end of the episode, you are going to get a treat. Miss June is going to play us this beautiful song. She's going to play on her guitar and sing for us such an encouraging and just a heart warming episode, even as we talk about things that are really difficult, like domestic violence and things like physical and emotional abuse, but so crucial for Christians to uh, know biblical answers to questions about these very tough and sensitive subjects and to find our comfort and solace in Christ. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Good Ranchers. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use code Allie at checkout. That's GoodRanchers.com. Code Allie. When I began to see, okay, um, I I have held on to unforgiveness. I think the, the, the hardest part for me was I had all these thoughts of what forgiveness is, but it's not. Like, I thought it was uh, letting somebody off a hook. And again, logically, that did not make sense to me. Mm. So uh, I remember one time I did a conference uh, on on forgiveness, and I asked all these people, I said, what do you think forgiveness means? That was my first question. One of the first que- first answers was, it means being a doormat. Mm. Well, if that's the case... Jesus would have been the biggest doormat in the world because when he was being crucified on the cross, his crucifiers did not come to him and say, oh, we're so sorry, but we really shouldn't be doing this to you. No, uh, they were laughing at him and mocking him. So for him to say, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. Uh, he exhibited a forgiveness that was not, but to say he's being a doormat, no, uh, that's not being a doormat. Well, another person said it means being a weak martyr. Mm. And I thought, a weak martyr? No, it's being strong enough to be Christ-like. Yeah. So there were all these things that I began to be aware of that I had thought and others had thought. Some people say, well, I I don't feel like it. Well, forgiveness is not a feeling. It's a choice. It's an act of the will. And I think the most important is to grasp that uh, it's like here is a meat hook and um, it can hold a lot. Like if I were to put it around me now typically I put it around somebody else not mm-hmm. me I do it I do it this way and then I have a a burlap bag yes and I put the burlap bag on the meat 
hook and I it hangs because I've asked how many of you know what it's like where you cannot forgive someone and that would have been me at one time and I'm looking and uh, the other night I did this and with uh, uh, I, I, I do this at prisons except they won't let me take in a meat hook yeah. in a prison but uh, but I, I do this and what I say is forgiveness is not letting a person off the hook and by the way when I'm asking someone with me um, the other the other night it was somebody said my husband um, allowed my daughter to die and then took my other child and he had money I did not have money and I lost custody of my oh. little boy and she was crushed you know yeah. weeping and the, these things that this man had done and um, so every time she said anything, I would put a rock. Uh, a, 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 these are boulders of bitterness. They're they're big boulders of big bitterness and rocks of resentment. And it got so heavy. She said, "Oh, this is really heavy." And I, I said, "Well, God did not create you to carry that weight. Mm. So you have a choice. You can take that person. Your." former husband off of your hook but you're not letting him off the hook you're putting him on to God's hook you take him off of your hook putting him on to God's hook he says it is mine to avenge I will repay so you're not letting him off the hook that was my biggest objection to forgiveness and I saw I was wrong. We don't let them off the hook. We let them off, take them off of our hook. So the battle is not with us. But if we put them, that give all the pain to the, the Lord to release all that pain into God's hands. And then we literally allow the Lord to deal with that person. Because now you're going to release that person to God. And he says, it's mine to avenge. I will repay. So now God will be dealing with that person because he's not fighting you. Uh, he can still be cruel, the other person. He or she can be cruel. But uh, we need to continue to release that pain to the Lord and to release the person to the Lord. Okay, let me tell you all about a new sponsor that I'm so excited about. We love in the Stucky household, and that is Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon makes high-protein, uh, low-sugar, high-quality, great-tasting cereal that we eat like every day in our home because it helps me satiate my sweet tooth. And rather than just consuming the empty calories, I know that the sweet thing that I'm consuming actually has a lot of protein and can fill me up. So get the variety pack. That's what we have in our home. You've got four flavors in that variety pack. You've got the cocoa, the fruity, the frosted, and the peanut butter. My personal favorites, cocoa and the frosted. I mix that with peanut butter. Man, it is so good. The pack has zero grams of sugar because it's sweetened with monk fruit, 13 to 14 grams of protein, four to five 
5 net grams of carbs, only 140 calories a serving. It's high protein, zero grams of sugar, keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, soy-free. So this is a great a sweet cereal to eat that will not derail you on your healthy eating plan. Just go to magicspoon.com slash relatable to get you a variety pack. Use code relatable at checkout for $5 off your order. Magicspoon.com slash relatable, code relatable. Magicspoon.com slash relatable, code relatable. What is the difference between forgiving someone kind of releasing yourself of these boulders of bitterness and rocks of resentment and unhealthily tolerating abuse. So if a woman is in a situation where she's being physically or, you know, emotionally abused, she wants to forgive, but at the same time, that doesn't necessarily mean tolerating the treatment that you're receiving, correct? Mm -hmm. Well, first of all, the Bible is very clear about wrong treatment um, like, for example, um, the Bible is very uh, explicit. Uh, do not make friends with a hot-tempered man. Do not associate with one easily angered. So that person has a biblical right to move out of harm's way. If we, if we read, do not associate with one easily angered, um, there is no reason that is justifiable to be in an angry situation. We're told bad company corrupts good character. Uh, the Bible says, and I think this is a very interesting scripture, Proverbs 19.19 19 says, do not make friends with the, let's see, sorry, uh, 1990. Okay, okay. I, I, I'll, I'll give the reference to the one I mentioned a moment ago. Proverbs twenty two twenty four is do not make friends with a hot-tempered man. Do not associate with one easily angered. Again, that's Proverbs twenty two twenty four, And then Proverbs 19, 19 says a hot-tempered man must pay the penalty. Listen to this. Must pay the penalty. If you rescue him, You'll have to do it again. And there'll be a cycle. And there's a classic cycle of abuse. And um, as you and I were at the same event uh, speaking, I uh, spoke, it was, the theme was going to be suffering. This is at the Ark Encounter. And I called and I asked, may I speak on domestic violence? Because one in three women are victims worldwide of domestic violence. And that statistic is true even today in the United States. One in three women. And so they said, well, we've not had anyone ever speak on that topic. Well, after I spoke, it was continually people coming up to me saying, "I'm," and they would sometimes just do this. In fact, you and I were on a plane, and when I was ready to disembark, to, to, to get off the, uh, the, the plane, a woman uh, on your row, you were a row behind me, and over to your right was uh, a woman, and she said, June, and I turned, and, and I was in the aisle, and she said, 
Thank you for your presentation. I am one, mm. the one in three. Mm-hmm. And she said it was so helpful what you shared. And so we have people all around us we don't know are victims of domestic violence. And therefore, there are many things that we need to take seriously. So if you're not to stay and be in a violent home, if you're being treated wrong, it it can be verbal and emotional abuse, which is devastating because you know emotional abuse is the end result of any type of abuse it could be sexual it can be domestic it, it's all all the different types it will impact people emotionally and um, therefore we need to realize that God did not create us to be abused he has a plan and purpose for us and so there are times when we need to make healthy choices you say, well, I don't have a choice here. Uh, in my situation, I don't have a choice. Life is a series of choices. Mm. There are people in place to help when there are when abuse is taking place. There's not one place in the Bible that you'll ever find the word violence right. Meaning, mm. uh, I looked it up because I was in the former USSR. Uh, after the fall of communism, the fall of the Iron Curtain, and uh, I was speaking at a large conference with people from 23 regions of the former Soviet Union, and all of a sudden here were these women yelling at these other women, and I, th- I thought, what, I've never had that happen, I have never seen it since. And so I turned to my translator, I said, what are they upset about? Because we had just finished whatever I was teaching them. And um, they said, well, the women on the left, uh, they are saying that women must accept abuse. And these others are saying, no, that's wrong. They should not accept abuse. And so the head of the seminary came up and finally he raised his hands and said, June will meet with the men, these are all pastors, meet with the men um, on Saturday from 9 to 12 and address the topic of wife abuse. And I, I, that wasn't scheduled. And so the night before I looked up every single verse in the Bible on violence. Not one time is the word violence ever approved, ever right in God's sight. So whenever there's treatment such as domestic violence, then we have a biblical right to move out of harm's way. And, uh, you know, it, if we just stay in it, all that does is confirm to the person who is being the abuser that okay I can do this Mm -hmm. without any consequence all right I'm excited to tell y'all about focus on the family's new podcast and that's called crazy little thing called marriage by Dr. Uh, Greg and Aaron 
Smalley. They've reached millions of married couples over the years through their practice, books, events, and more. And now they've got this podcast that comes out every Monday and they deal with all different kinds of marriage issues from a biblical perspective. So whether it's finances or intimacy or communication, working through conflict, they want to help you not just have a surviving marriage, but a really healthy, thriving, loving, Christ-centered marriage, which everyone can benefit from no matter how long you've been married or kind of what state your marriage is in. You can listen to this trusted resource, be encouraged by it, be educated by it. So download Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. You can listen to a new episode every Monday. It's wherever you listen to your podcast. It's called Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. So it's possible also to seek, you know, legal accountability and legal justice and still forgive someone? Yes. uh, See, it's not healthy for people to get away with wrongdoing. Yeah. That's not good for anyone. You don't allow that for a child. If some, you know, even if a child is stealing cookies from the cookie jar, they learn to steal more um, expensive items besides cookies. And uh, it's not healthy for uh, children to get away with wrongdoing. And every conscientious parent, a father and a mother, would know that that would be the case. Because if you let them continue on, uh, that is the wrong message you're giving to just permit uh, that which is not right in God's sight. Mm-hmm. And it actually prepares them to be receptive to the Lord who has for us the way to live. And so the more we uphold what God says is true, then we are actually in the long run taking a stand to help people mm-hmm. by example. And you can also forgive someone without being completely reconciled to them. Is that right? Wow. You hit, that's a fantastic question. Um, I wrote a book called How to Forgive When You Don't Feel Like It, because I didn't feel like it. And there there were, uh, there was a, I'm trying to remember what they, he called himself, but he would write reviews. This man wrote reviews for all new books. And he said, I want you to know, I did not uh, think that much about, okay, I saw the title of the book, and I just started in and didn't think it'd be that helpful to me personally. And then he said, but it changed my life. And I'm reading this. I don't know this man at all. And then he said, what I saw, in fact, uh, he said, I was stunned at one section of your book and it's what's the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation because many people use those terms almost interchangeably as though well if you forgive then you must reconcile no forgiveness takes place with only one person the one who is choosing to forgive reconciliation requires two people Mm. said another way forgiveness is a free gift you give to one who has broken trust. Reconciliation is a restored relationship based on restored trust. 
So forgiveness is extended even if it's never, ever earned. Reconciliation is extended because it has been earned. And so, and, and I'll, I'll be very specific. Let's say there is um, a, a, an, a, an abuser. Um, there are times when a person has moved out of harm's way. Well, the question is, has that, you know, it's like, well, you, you should you should reconcile. You must, or you must come back together. Uh, no, not if there has not been a change. And that's the whole point. Forgiveness uh, is just unconditional, regardless of a lack of repentance. Reconciliation is conditional based on repentance. Repentance is, imagine you're driving uh, on a one-way street. I'm sure you've driven on one-way streets. I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but have you ever happened to realize, oh my goodness, I didn't expect this. I'm on a one-way street going the wrong direction, and there are cars coming toward me. Has that ever happened to you? Yes, okay. unfortunately. Well, yes. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, I, it's typically happened to everyone. Where you all, well, now, once you realize you're going the wrong way on a one-way street, for your own good, you need to turn. Well, there are people who are rebellious, and they're not going to turn. But there are those who are willing to not be rebellious and to turn. And they're wise to do that. And the Bible has a lot to say about um, when we need to repent and go the other direction. It's a change of mind with a change of direction. So the point is, if there, I'll, I'll give a different illustration. Let's say, and you have, you have a little girl. I know that. And let's say there's a neighbor who in fact, this couple, and the couple is so nice because they'll keep your child in case you need help for a particular situation. You can't get back uh, at your home at a particular time. And, and there's been a good relationship. Later, you tragically learn that this man is a pedophile. Now, he acted nice to you. Is there any way that you would then allow him to have access to your daughter? No. No. You would not be a conscientious mom if you allowed that. And the point is, you would not reconcile with that man. Now, you can choose, and that will be challenging. You can choose to forgive him. That means you're releasing him to God. You're releasing him from you to God and not holding that against him continually. But uh, you would be right if you uh, to report this because he could rec he could be a pedophile har harming other children. And that it, you would not want that. So 
there can be still consequences. Just because there's forgiveness doesn't mean that there are no consequences to the person who has wronged you. If you are looking for ways to save money, especially save money on your grocery bill, which may seem impossible, you should be getting your meat from Good Ranchers. When you walk into the grocery store, it seems like the price of products are climbing uh, is climbing every week, especially when it comes to meat. You just never know really what you're going to get. And it's hard to tell too what kind of quality you're getting when you get steak at the grocery store. But with Good Ranchers, you don't have to worry about that. If you subscribe, you get that box of meat to your front door every month. You're better than organic chicken, your seafood, your beef, steak, whatever you want. You are locking in your price for the next two years. So you don't have to worry about rising costs. Plus, it's just convenient. It just makes life easier. You don't have to think about it every time you go to the grocery store. And there's some security, too, to having a freezer full of meat, already having that healthy part of your meal already accounted for every night. I know as a mom, it makes my life easier. It's going to make your life easier, too. And you can feel really good about the quality, about the origin of all of this American meat. And you're supporting a company that supports our value. So it's just a win all around. Go to GoodRanchers.com. Use code Allie at checkout for $30 off your order. GoodRanchers.com, code Allie for $30 off. GoodRanchers.com, code Allie. I think there are a lot of lessons packed in there. I mean, I'm sure there are people thinking, I'm thinking, I've never been in the situations that you described with any kind of domestic abuse, but there are people in my life who I know that I haven't forgiven in my past, not because of kind of the abuse that you just talked about, but either real betrayal or perceived betrayal by me, um, things that they have done that I deem unforgivable. And sometimes when I think about it, even though I know that I'm supposed to forgive, sometimes I don't really even know how. Like I don't even know what prayer to pray or what to say. So if someone is in that situation all along the spectrum of either really, really being on the receiving end of some kind of abuse or just someone who feels like they've been slighted or offended by someone, like what's the first step that we take to really, truly releasing that? Well, I'll tell you what the Lord says. Pray for those who persecute you. Now, how do you pray? Some people think that means you're supposed to ask God to bless that person. No. Uh, with my dad, I prayed that he would have a changed life. He, I, I later learned that his father beat his mother and the kids would escape. Uh, a, a relative told me he would either sleep on a church pew or sleep at his house in in Illinois and I never heard any of this and I didn't know why was my dad the way he was what I can say is um, he had a rough upbringing and uh, before that though I had because I saw the scripture pray for those who persecute you. The Bible actually says, love your enemies. And I thought, that nobody could do that. Here I am, you know, a new Christian. Uh, I, I'm, I'm a, a, a teenager and I'm reading, love your enemies. I thought, that that must be some ideal. And I just kind of put it over there with the forgiveness thing that I couldn't understand. But then I learned the word love actually 
is the if we there are different words for love. Uh, there's storge, natural human affection. There's eros, which is passion. Um, there is a phileo. That, that's the love of liking. You like someone. It's a friendship, wonderful uh, type of love. Uh, and then there's agape. Agape love, when we read that God is love, we read um, that we are to love our enemies. It's agape. Agape means giving a person a gift they don't deserve it is literally doing what is in their best interest. So consider if we love our enemies, what is in the best interest? And I remember thinking, what do I do with that? And uh, I remember uh, here I am uh, still in high school. I'm a new Christian. And I think instead of be me being an uh, opposition continually in opposition to dad because I would initially look at him like this with daggers in my eyes. I thought somebody's got to let him know how wrong he is. Nobody is approaching him. Nobody's confronting him. And yet he has this lifestyle with these other women. And so I then later I become a Christian and I think, what do I what do you mean love your enemies? And I thought, okay, love doing what's in his best interest. I thought, well what what is he what would be helpful? And so I go home and I think, all right, he has this fat uh, address book with all of these names because as a president of a company, he would call people to do different things at night. And uh, so, but he would, in the middle of dinner, where's my address book? Where's my address book? He'd bark out these orders. And I, I so I remember going Finding that address book, this fat vinyl, you know, book of, of addresses. And so sure enough, that night, where's my address book? And I said, I know where it is, Dad. I'll go get it. Very softly, I just slipped out of my chair, went to his bedroom, picked it up, and then I just came back and laid it to his side. And he looked like, it's almost like his feet, his teeth fell out of his mouth, yeah. and because I, my attitude was different, and um, I began to look for ways that could be helpful, and my and I was praying that he would have, since the Bible says, "Love your enemies, pray for those who persecute you." It's my Matthew five forty four and. You know, I'm just new at learning the Bible, and and I I felt differently. My focus was, what could I do to express the love of Christ? Because I was finding myself changing. It took me a while on the forgiveness part, but um, I did learn to focus not on his fault. That was what I had been doing but to focus on his need, and he needed a changed life through Christ. Next sponsor is Birch Gold. 
Okay, we don't know what to expect in the future when it comes to the American economy, which means we don't really know what to expect when it comes to our own finances. We want to make sure that we are stewarding our finances to the best of our ability. It's always better to be safe than sorry. And diversifying a portion of your savings into gold could be a great way to protect you from the unpredictability of our economic future. You can learn about converting an existing IRA or 401k into gold just by texting Allie to 989-898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit. People love working with Birch Gold. They've got thousands of five-star reviews, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They're just great people to work with. Just text Allie to 989-898. You can learn more about it. There's no obligation. Text Allie to 989 989- 898 Alley to 989-898. Well, I could spend many, many hours talking to you, Miss June, but I want you to close us out with a song. Not everyone knows this, but you sing beautifully. You can play the guitar. You've inspired me. Maybe I'll take guitar lessons right. now. Um, but if you could just close us out with that song. I'd love to. Change my heart, oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. Change my heart, oh God, make it ever true. Change my heart, oh God. May I be like you You are the potter I am the clay Mold me and make me This is what I pray Change my heart, oh God Make it ever true Change my heart, oh God, may I be like you. You are the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me, this is what I pray. Change my heart, oh God. Make it ever true Change my heart, oh God May I be like you Hey guys, if you love this podcast, please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks. Thanks.